have you ever wanted to guest on a podcast like this one that you're listening to right now? Well, you can. You can definitely do this by visiting a website called Podmatch, where you can sign up and be available for all different types of podcasts that you can guest on. Or you can even search for a podcast and say, I want to I want to guest on your podcast. I think we'd be a good match. So if you want to do this, you can go to our unique link, which is joinpodmatch.com forward slash reality. And you can sign up and do exactly that. And you can find us and you can guest on our podcast. So again, that unique link is www.joinpodmatch.com. That's J-O-I-N-P-O-D-M-A-T-C-H.com forward slash reality, R-E-A-L-I-T-E-A. And you can be a guest on our podcast. Welcome to Reality Tea Times 2, a podcast where we discuss all the trash reality TV we love to hate. I'm Tanika, and today we're going to be discussing the other way. But before we do, just want to remind everybody of the upcoming break that the, the podcast is going to be taking for, you know, Christmas. Um, the last episode you will have either on December 6th or December 7th. Um, and we will be covering 90 Day OG, Sister Wives, uh, 90 Day Toe, Family Chantel as a solo with just me, and um, Below Deck, I believe, is what you can expect to have. Um and then we will be on break until New Year, which will be, you probably will get um, an episode sometime after the uh, January 7th. So that's when you can expect another episode. And again, for my next take, uh, listeners, you will be getting an episode from us on there on December 14th. And then we will be on a hiatus as well until around the same time. And I believe the 18th is when you can expect another episode from us over there. Um, So yeah, that's what you can expect with that. If you want full explanation of that, you can listen to the beginning of the OG episode. Everything is there. And it's the first thing that I talk about, or roughly the first thing I talk about Uh, as well. You can expect to have some episodes with respect to Selling Sunset at the latest Monday. Uh, So that's coming. And I think that's basically the main stuff there. I feel there was something else I I discussed over there too. But anyway, that's what you can expect. Um, So we're working on it. 
I have no hot goss to discuss with this episode, but we do have a couple memes that we'll discuss. Of course, most of the the memes will be on our socials. So the first one. So she has to give you a kid for a bed and a post on Instagram. Sir, be for real, but we'll get to it. Um, next, Sarper having one kid is surprising. Only one? Question mark. And that is it for that. So let's jump into the reason that we're here. 90 Day The Other Way, Season 5, Episode 18. The XXXY files. Okay. So first we're with Sarper and Shekinah. So I yelled, sheep! They're sheep. Um, so we're finally meeting some of his family. Finally. Um, it's a holiday, he says, in Turkey, where they basically are celebrating the coming of spring. So how they do this is that they would write like, I guess, messages or something on a piece of paper. And I can't remember if he says if you burn them in order to get, like, your wish or whatever it was. So I'm not 100% sure there. But that's that's what I gathered. Um, so he mentions that he is the only child for his parents. But he had his cousins were kind of, like, his siblings. Um... And then we see some pictures of his of him as a child. We saw a picture with him and his parents. And I'm like, okay, this is a storyline that I care about. I don't give a shit about Instagram posts and, and Instagram stories and all this shit. I don't give a shit. This is what I'm here for. So, um, and then we meet his cousin, who's also, I don't know if his full name is actually Sarper, but they shortened it to Sarp. So, I don't know. Um, so then his family asks them, like, what are your plans in terms of having children? Because they do know, or they find out here that she does have a daughter. Um, maybe potentially a son. And, um, yeah, so there, there's that. So. She says that she doesn't really know if she if she doesn't have any intentions of having another kid. And we just kind of see his head hang down. And I'm like, uh oh. But what does he want? His family asks. And he says, you know what? Let's just change the subject right now. He says that he was planning to talk to her about this subject. But he was waiting for the right time to have that conversation. He does say that he wants a child of his own. Um, so, yeah. So now it's it's much time, I guess. And he writes down his, his wish. And I think it's his cousin says, well, you have to write a name. It has to be precise. And he says, I don't know his name. And we're like, his name? Who's him? And we find out here that apparently Sarper has a son. And he might be about 24 or 25 years old. And then we get the backstory. So he says 
that I was on vacation in Russia. I think it was in Russia in 1998 where he met a girl or maybe a woman because I'm from my understand she's older than he was. Um, well, is and they had lots of sex, y'all, but he didn't know. Um, that at the time her intention was to get pregnant. This is what he says. And he says that about four months later, he got an email from her saying that she was pregnant and that he had no obligation to her or their child. And he said he got scared and decided to delete his entire email. So he couldn't email her. She couldn't email him. And he thought that maybe she would just drop this baby on his lap. And he was freaked out by this. But he says that about five years later, he felt regretful. And he did try to find her. But he couldn't because, well, he only had a first name. He didn't have her last name. So what I do want to talk about here is his whole thing about her wanting to get pregnant and having sex with this 18-year-old kid in order to get that. Do I think that's a possibility? Yes. Is he a good historian? No. But I do think it can be a possibility, especially more so of anything that her being older. If she was like his age, there's absolutely no way. But if she was older, yes, I can see that being a possibility. But I uh, I don't know. I, I don't know her. I can't speak to that. I Would I do that? No. But that's me. It's a different situation. Uh, I don't know. But I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Because it, it could go. It could be that they had unprotected sex and were being stupid and she got pregnant accidentally or whatever. Or she was intending to get pregnant. Which is an issue all of, all of in itself if she really was trying to do that. That it feels, and yeah, you can say all you want, like you have no obligation and you can be truthful about that 100%. I'm not, I'm not getting on her on that, but, um, but he's always going to have this thing in the back of his mind of, I have a kid out there that I don't know. And that bothers me. That's definitely a possibility. And I don't want to take that away from him, but anyway, we'll see how that goes. But so now we're in the next scene and we're back at their place. They got their new bed and he brings up the whole situation with having children. And he asks her, is it impossible for you to have a child mentally speaking? And she says that she doesn't want to start all over again. She just wants to focus on him and their relationship. She doesn't want to focus on a child. And she says child's a lot. And he says that he wants to carry on the family legacy. So for me, I feel like, okay, do you want to have a kid because you want to experience being a father? Or do you want to have a kid because you want to carry on the family name because the family name ends with you? Like, which is it? I, that to me, that's not enough of a reason for me to have a child with a person, especially if I know that I don't want to have another child right now or ever again. 
You know what I mean? So I feel like this is all a pride and ego thing more than he actually really wants to be a father. Um, she tells him, may I remind you that when we met, we had this conversation about children and whether or not we were going to um, have kids. And I told you that I didn't want to have kids. And you seem to agree with that or whatever. And he says, well, may I remind you that I was trying to get fucked. I was trying to accomplish a one night stand here. I'm going to tell you whatever the fuck you want to hear. Which, thank you. I, thank you for pointing that out, sir. Because this is exactly it. Shekinah, you knew that this was a one night stand. You kind of all but said that, pretty much, when you first met him. And where in what world did you guys talk about kids when you met this guy for the first time and you fucked him immediately? Where did y'all talk about having kids? I'm curious. I I actually want to know because I don't buy it. I don't buy it for a second that you actually had a meaningful conversation about potential family planning or lack thereof. I'm confused. I mean, listen, I've had things, I've had guys that I've just had fun, fun with for sure, 100%. I've had guys that I've had one-time things with that I've never seen them again. We all have. I feel like the furthest thing from my mind is discussing children and whether or not I want to have children or whether or not he wants to have children. I don't give a shit. Wrap that shit up and let's go. When did you guys talk about this? This is so weird because that's what she's making me think is immediately from when you guys first met. That's what she said. What? Anyway. Um... And then he says that I bought a bed for you. I posted on on social media. I don't do those things. So by God, you better give me a kid, basically. And I'm thinking those two things don't equate. Uh, Thank you for buying me a bed that you fucked 2,500 other women in. So you posted on Instagram. Whole big deal. Like those two things. They they don't they don't equal each other. They they just don't at all. Not even close. She says that he needs to figure out what he wants to be with me or to have kids because he cannot he can't have both. And I did find that selfish on her part as well. Um because again, I'm gonna have this conversation that I've had with that we were talked about with Robbie and so brought Robbie, Rob and Sophie on OG. Do you guys not talk? Because it's not like she's, I mean, she's 41. It's possible. But she's she's 41. He's a man who has never had a child uh, that he's actually raised and taken care of. Biologically, yes, there's a child out there. But he is not a father. And I would think, do you want to have kids? Because I don't. I would think to have those that conversation with him. And she hasn't. He hasn't. No one hasn't. And I'm thinking, you know, better than the children on the, on the other show. When you're supposed to be grown as adults. Like, it's so stupid to me. People talk to each other some more. Please, when you're in a relationship with somebody, 
especially if you're starting out and you need to iron out those kinks before you make drastic moves in a relationship like this one. Just ask questions, have conversations. It's not hard. Know where you're at before you get fully as invested into a relationship, whether emotionally, financially, or geographically in this case. So, but that is it for Shekinah and Sarper uh, for this week. Holly and Lane. So let's get into this. Not not a whole lot here, but Holly got a package, y'all. And it's a mermaid tail. And she says, come to the pool with me. I want to show you something. And I see her putting it on. And I wrote down, mer-tailer, this tail is not. <laughs> For those people who watch mer people, loved. I loved that show. Oh, I hope they come out with more. I loved it so much. Um, but yeah, as a Murtailer, this tale is absolutely not. Um, and I also wrote, my girl could not swim in, in, with that tail on. She couldn't do it. You know how much arm strength? For those who watch more people, you do know. You know how much arm strength you need to have? How much core strength you need to have? My girl can't do it. No, she would sink. She would drown. This is just not going to happen. Um. <laughs> But um yeah, I wrote that. And so yeah, her the dog seems to like her tail. Uh and Holly says this will cheer her up. It's been hard, it's been difficult. And um yeah, so this will cheer this will cheer her up. And he thinks that, you know, her mom kind of pushed her into feeling the way she does about South Africa. So you know, try to change your perspective. But he does feel like she's not trying hard enough to adapt to living in a different country. And he says, go out with, with friends. She said, what friends? He, and he's like, I gave you a friend. You gave her a friend? Fuck. And she tells him, I'm not adapting well. I'm not, I, I'm depressed. I don't, I, I, can't, I don't know if I can do this much longer. And she just doesn't think that she can make it happen, make it work in South Africa. Um, so the next thing scene that we see is um she says to keep the days going by, she paints stuff, no biggie. She just paints some, some stupid stuff and she does that. But she says she wants to go back. She's made up her mind, she wants to go back to America. And I said, So wait. You couldn't even tell him that you are deciding you're you're choosing to make a decision before making the decision to move back to America. You just made up your mind and said, I'm leaving, whether you come or not, basically. But that's basically what she's saying. And um, then we see that the power has gone out. And she says, you know, you're lucky right now if you get even five hours of power a day oh my god how do you live you need electricity to do anything how do you live like that i i, I understand the frustration I, I i wow um then wayne comes home and he comes home in darkness and immediately as he comes and walks into the door she tells him um i hate it here 
I want to go back. I'm done. And he says, hi, you too. And I get that. Like, as soon as he walks, he walks into the door, it's not the time to just lace into him about how much you hate his home. You know what I mean? Um, Maybe just say hi, babe, you know, you know, butter him up a little bit and then say, by the way, I'm leaving. <laughs> you know what I mean? Jesus. Um, And he's like, okay, let me just turn on the generator. So they have a fucking gener- generator that apparently he says he showed her how to turn on. And she's like, I don't remember you telling me how. Yes, he did. 100% he told her how to turn that fucking thing on. She just forgot. Because she's she's her. She says, I want to go back. And I want you to come with me. And he says, but my life is here. My business is here. My dad is here. And his dad, I think, was much much older. So I can understand him not wanting to leave his, fa- his his father. But she says, but you have a wife now. And he says, but I can't work there. And I'm the man. You know that, you know, my culture, I need to be working. I need to be provide- providing for you, not you providing for me. I think that's a little more prideful than an ego than cultural. Yes, to an extent, men provide. Of course, it's it's patriarchal. Uh, culture for sure i'm not i'm not denying that at all but i do think for wayne it's a little bit more ego and pride because sinjin had no problem (laughs) sinjin had no issues because that guy was not working um anyway so she doesn't want to try any longer she doesn't want to try to stay in south africa anymore and i just want to go and I want you to come. And he doesn't know if he can go to America with her. And again, I just feel like we're ha- we're having a repeat of Tiffany and Ronald, except there's no children involved in this. But I feel like we're getting a repeat of that. And it didn't go good for Tiffany and Ronald either. I think well, didn't go good for other reasons, but didn't go good for them. It's not going to go good for them either. And we do refer to this guy as Ronald 2.0. No one near as bad as Ronald, but you know, the shoe fits. <laughs> um so, but yeah, that is that. That's Wayne and Holly. So we're gonna take a quick break here. When we come back, we will jump in with Kenny and Armando. Do you want to spice up your love life? Well, you can make that happen by going to Love Shop where you can get sorts of different things, whether it's for both you and your partner or just for yourself. For solo play, you can get things, all types of vibrators, maybe more kinky type toys, or you can just buy what every person may need like lingerie or protection or even just something to make it a little more fun like games or novelty things you can do all of this by going to love shop and you can use our unique coupon code reality t2 to get 10 percent on anything your hearts desire so that's love shop dot c a l o v e s h o p 
ca and use our unique coupon code reality2 that's r-e-a-l-i-t-e-a and the number two and we are back so let's jump in with kenny and armando per usual it's not a lot to talk about but i really love this segment so they are meeting with their potential surrogate. Her name is Hema. And they didn't meet with her the previous day, but they said it was very formal, more of like an interview type feeling. And she was very nervous, maybe a little stiff. So they ended up doing the um, meeting up again so that they could be a little more lax and get to know her. So they start talking about the fact that surrogacy in Mexico is very unheard of. It's very rare. And they do ask her whether or not, you know, she has people who are kind of against her doing this. Um, And she says that there are people who are judging her for sure, but she says that the people that matter are supporting her. Um they they do really like her for the fact that she A speaks English for Kenny and two that she has had pregnancies before she's has her own children so she gets the idea of what to expect um while being pregnant. So um Armando does say that his aunt once they heard about their plans to have a child through surrogacy that his aunt said, well, I just don't know how some, I don't know why I gave her a country accent here, but I just don't know why or how a woman can give up her child. Well, I understand that this is rare. Maybe this is this unheard of, but she's not giving up her child. She's providing life, providing a child for a couple who maybe can't do it on their own. And that doesn't just go for gay couples. That goes for even heterosexual couples who maybe can't do it on their own. It's a beautiful gift that someone does and it can be scary for both parties. But, you know, once it's, you know, when it's done right and is done with a person who is trustworthy and isn't going to do you wrong, it's a beautiful thing. So, Emma says that her sister actually said, like, you're crazy. And, you know, won't you feel anything when you give this child up? And she says, of course I am. But I will have my mind in a place where she will be able to let go. She said, it will be hard because it's a baby. But I know that I'm doing this with love. And I'm doing this to provide a child for you. Um. She says that what she would do in her pregnancies with her children is that she would play music for the baby and that this is something that she would do for their baby. Um, And that's partially why also, because she would be treating this to some extent as she did with her previous pregnancies, but it just does, does be a little different. But 
Armando gets very emotional when he hears her say this because he says, you know, what she says that she would do for this child, what she's done for her own children, is what Hannah's mom would do for her. And he gets very emotional at this. Um, so he tells her, you know, you're not just going to be an oven. We are going to want to build a connection with you. They expect or they hope that she would be in their lives long past this, these, the nine months that she would be carrying their child. Kenny says he loves emotional people. Well, that's because he himself is emotional. And they are going to be making a decision very, very quickly. And they will, I guess, get back to her. But that's that's it for Kenny and Armando. I really loved her. I think she, that I, have, I have no red flags about her. I think she's a great person. They seem to connect really well. And I'm invested in her life at this point. <laughs> I want her happiness, whatever her happiness is. Um, but yeah, that's basically it for Kenny and Armando for this week. Now let's end this off with Brandon and Mary. So we see Mary making the frog adobo and mom comes out saying, I got you some, some stuff. And she got him some American food, um, some comfort food. So they're eating the, the adobo. And they have told his mom that it's baby chicken. And she says, you know, I really have an issue with the fact that it's baby chickens because, like, they're babies. And Brandon says, well, maybe you'll be happy to know that there's actually not baby chickens. It's actually frogs. And she says, oh, well, then I'm fine eating frogs then. Who cares? (laughs) And then Mary kind of asks his mom, do you like it? And she says, mm-hmm. But then when Brandon says, you do? She's like, mm-hmm, yeah, it tastes good. She actually engages in a conversation with Brandon, but doesn't with Mary. And I actually have to say, like, listen, I get why she is so standoffish with her, but you're acting like a child. Grow up. You're the adult in this situation. Talk to her. She's actually trying to talk to you. So I have to give Mary props or props are due. So... Later that night, Brandon and his mom are going to get some street foods, and she did so well with the adobo. And it's all innards. It's all chicken innards, and she doesn't want to do it, but she does say, okay, I'll try the liver. And she says, I can't believe he lives here. Why? Why can't you believe it? I I mean, he's, he's your kid, and he seems to really adapt well to things that in ways that I couldn't. So I I have to say that off the bat, but he's adapting. So why are you surprised that he can adapt? That's basically all he's he's done is adapt to a different life. Anyway, she tells him that, you know, I imagine, I imagine you live, I didn't imagine you living here when you were little. And she also says, I just, I also didn't imagine being an addict. And we find out that she would leave him alone with his younger siblings in order to get high. And what ended up happening is that child services comes in, takes the kids and yeah, that's what happened. Um, 
she tells him, you know, you don't stop using by not using, but you stop using by establishing a life that makes you not want to use. It's perfect. And she says the only thing that would make life complete is establishing a relationship with you. But he tells her here, in order to do that, you need to be able to connect and bond with Mary. And I think that's a fair thing, especially because she is not entitled to be in his life with everything that has happened. He is allowing it to happen. But here are the guidelines in order for you to do that. Try to open up to the woman I'm marrying and is going to be the mother of your grandchild. Do it. So she agrees. And um, he says, like, I don't want you to not be a part of our child's lives because you refuse to be in her, you know, to be civil with her. And she understands this and says that I will try to build a healthy relationship with her. And he says, you know, great. And she says, you know, I know you're becoming a dad and maybe you don't need me anymore. He said, dad's always need their mom. I thought that was sweet. So then now Brandon and Mary, they had a sonogram done. don't know if it's their first sonogram. Probably not because she's six months pregnant. But um, they are now going to be doing kind of a gender reveal with his mom um, at like a restaurant. But Brandon and Mary have a bet. So the bet is, first of all, let's do this. She thinks it's a boy. He thinks it's a girl. So if she's wrong, she gets a pie in the face. If he's wrong, he gets a pie in the face. That's what happens. So his mom is going to be the one that's going to reveal gender to them. Um, Because it's in an envelope. So um, mom says, listen, before we do the reveal, I want to say... You know, both of you come from a family that is dysfunctional. She does say first, first right off the bat, Mary, you come from a dysfunctional family. And I'm like, oh, shit. But then she says, but Brandon, so do you for different reasons. And because of the fact that you have this dysfunction, um, it's just going to make things unnecessarily difficult. She says, I know you love each other, but this is not enough. And that's right. Love is never enough. You need so much more than that. And she says, you're in this pattern that you don't know how to break. Mary says, I am trying to do better because I am afraid of abandonment. Because she talks about her parents. And his mom says, I think you both should do individual things individual therapy i think you both would benefit from it because i think you guys would be so pleasantly surprised to see that when you do this individual therapy your relationship is going to benefit from it you will see such a difference i think that's finally someone tells them to get therapy fuck um so then we're going to do the reveal um, and, oh, yes, yeah, so they do say that they're, they're open and grateful to her saying this, and uh, they're open to doing individual therapy. 
So yeah, gender reveal time. Guess what, guys? Drumroll, please. It is a girl. And that means that Mary got a pie to the face. And uh, yeah, but she does get pie in his face because why not? And he said, fuck you. (laughs) Why do I get a pie in the face? I didn't lose. Well, you both made this baby. So in so many ways, you kind of are. uh, Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Babies are a blessing. (laughs) But that's basically it for uh, Toe this week. Um, Next time on. So there's cow dung in TJ and Kimberly's kitchen because they're going to be blessing the house. No, thank you. No, because Kim says, cow dung will never be in my house again. Um, so then we see Danielle and Johan are going to be fighting dressed as an elf and Santa Claus. Uh, it's the most wonderful time of the year, right? Brennan and Mary got in a fight the day before their wedding. So, you know, per usual. And Sarper tells Shekinah that if you don't want to have a kid with me, then go back to your country. Shit. Um. So, yeah, not an asshole, I guess, right? But that is it for Toe for this week. So, if you like what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast um and you can rate a review on either apple Podcasts or spotify and i have a new thing that i want to start trying and that is that every four or five star review that we get i'll read it on the podcast so if you want to hear your review on the podcast please rate and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you're able to rate and review. Um, And if you want to connect with us, you can do so by going to Reality Tea Times 2 on Facebook, Reality Tea Times 2 Podcast on Instagram or Threads, Reality Tea Times 2 Pod on Twitter. You can also find us on reddit at reality tea times two pod and uh you can also email us at reality tea times two at hotmail.com and don't forget you can find us on youtube at reality tea times two you can also subscribe like comment on there as well we greatly appreciate that and don't forget that I do have another podcast with my friend Mikkel called Next Take Podcast, where we talk about all kinds of different things. Um, we currently have, you know, this number can definitely change, but we currently have about eight episodes. Um, roughly, we've talked about all kinds of different things. We have a lot of fun over there. So please go take a listen to us over at Next Take Podcast which you can find us at on YouTube at Next Tape Podcast. You can also find us on our website, solo.to forward slash Next Take Podcast. 
And don't forget, we have a website and that is at solo.to forward slash reality tea times two. And we also have a discord and I believe that's reality tea times two as well. So you can find us there. Um, but that's basically it. That's all the stuff. Of course, everything here will that I've just listed will be in our show notes, all discount codes, um, special links to everything that we put in our ads are also in our show notes. And yeah, that's basically it, guys. Thanks so much. Bye. Have you ever thought of starting your very own podcast? Doing the research, I found something that would have made editing easy and seamless and makes the podcasting experience just that much easier. And I am talking about Ludo. This is a podcast software that I use for editing of our episodes. It is amazing. It is easy. You're also able to get help from doing chats and getting the information that maybe you just need a little more help with. They also have access to different articles that can also help you that have been just godsends for me. Also with Aludu, you can create clips, you can do your ads, just like this very one I'm doing right now, and you can create your trailer very seamlessly just by the clicks of buttons. You can also use Aludu to publish your episodes just straight from the software. It's so easy. I highly, highly recommend it. You can get access to Aludu by using our unique link, which you can find on our show notes, just down there at the bottom at the show notes. And you can get access to an easy software.